Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. U.S. government is working to secure the release of four Americans who were kidnapped in Mexico at gunpoint after a shootout. Pulling D.C.'s criminal code back from Congress, D.C.'s mayor reacts. I'm Megan Cloherty. How one county is trying to put a stop to illegal dumping. I'm John Doman. It was a day of gains on Wall Street. The Dow was up 40, Nasdaq up 13. It's 12 midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. The desperate search is going on now for four Americans who were kidnapped late last week in the Mexican border town of Matamoros. More from CBS's Christian Benavides. Their car had North Carolina license plates. Anytime that you go into Mexico and they can identify you as an American citizen, they look at you as a quick money maker. Michael Vigil is the former head of international operations for the Drug Enforcement Administration. What happened in Mexico doesn't surprise you. It does not surprise me because kidnapping is a cottage industry. 23 people are facing domestic terrorism charges now after a protest at the site of a proposed police and fire training facility near Atlanta. Details from CBS's Nora O'Donnell. Activists dressed all in black attacked the construction site and officers late Sunday with fireworks, Molotov cocktails, rocks and bricks. The police chief says many of those arrested were from outside Atlanta and their goal was anarchy. In Northern California rescue crews are conducting safety checks of people buried in their homes by heavy snow. KOVR-TV reporter Andrew Hopner has been out in it. Sheriff's deputies are taking out the 4x4s for wellness checks. There was a lady who had uh, an emergency in the ambulance. They, they walked in about a quarter mile to get to her. Quite a few people saying that this is among the snowiest winters that they have ever seen up here in Amador County. The only real concern still getting the snow off the roofs as fast as possible before the next big dump of snow. California will no longer do business with one of the nation's largest pharmacy chains. More on the decision by Governor Gavin Newsom from CBS's Steve Futterman in Los Angeles. His tweet follows Walgreens' announcement that it will not send abortion pills by mail to 20 conservative-led states. The pharmacy made the announcement after attorney generals in those states said Walgreens could face legal action. Newsom says California won't be doing business with any company that cowers to extremists and puts women's lives at risk. Maple syrup tapping season is open in the great state of Maine. Governor Janet Mills released sap from a tree on the grounds of her official residence. Whether you prefer dark or rich or pale gold and delicate, there's a syrup for everyone and everyone's taste. Maine has more than 500 licensed maple product producers. The state makes more than 575,000 gallons of syrup every year. That is third in the nation behind New York and Vermont. Officials in Hawaii have cited a man from Maui on charges of prohibited activity with an indigenous wildlife. They say he harassed a humpback whale and a pod of dolphins. This is CBS News. Allison Chester, come on, we need to do this radio spot. Okay, Larry, I'm here. Me too. We need to tell people why they should watch Get Up DC on WUSA 9. Isn't it obvious? It is to me. Listen, how about the fact that we're on top of breaking news? Plus, we have all the overnight news folks may have missed. And I always have the newest model runs for DC's most accurate forecast. And we let drivers know how to get around the traffic hotspots. Like I said, obvious. How you start your day matters. Started with Get Up DC weekdays at 425 only on WUSA 9. WTOP at 1203. 
Good Tuesday morning, March 7th, 2023. Welcome into WTLP. Increasing clouds this overnight early morning. Might see a spotty shower by daybreak. Lows in the 30s and 40s. We're at 43 in our nation's capital now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Blaine. We thank you for taking us along for your Tuesday morning ride, topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we head into this day together. We begin with the latest on a woman killed Friday when a business jet encountered severe turbulence over New England. She's been identified now as a prominent D.C. attorney. 55-year-old Dana Hyde of Cabin John, Maryland, was a former counsel for the 9-11 Commission, which investigated the 2001 terrorist attack on the United States. Hyde also served in the Clinton and Obama administrations. She was among five people aboard an executive jet hit by turbulence while flying from Keene, New Hampshire to Leesburg, Virginia. The National Transportation Safety Board says it's looking at a reported trim issue on the aircraft, the adjustment made on the plane's control surfaces to ensure it's stable and level in flight. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. NORAD, the North American Aerospace Command, plans some military training activity near the district later this Tuesday. Today, a Coast Guard helicopter and a single-engine plane will be uh, aloft late this morning, we're told, as part of the exercise called Falcon Virgo. The aircraft could dip as low as 2,500 feet above the ground, so it will be noticeable to some. But NORAD says it is all part of a series of routine exercises, nothing to worry about, Routine exercises that they hold in coordination with the Federal Aviation Administration. The search is on this morning for the man police. They sexually assaulted a young girl at Knife Point in Arlington over the weekend Sunday night. Arlington County Police say the girl was attacked in a wooded area at around 9 in the evening Sunday along South Four Mile Road. That would be South Four Mile Run Drive. The girl told police she first noticed the man following her on Columbia Pike. After the attack, the man ran off and the girl was able to walk home and get help. Police say that the time of the attack, the man was wearing, last seen, a black jacket and black or gray sweatpants. WTOP at 12.05. D.C. Council Chair Phil Mendelson is making a last-ditch effort now to withdraw the district's new crime bill. The Senate is expected to vote on the resolution this week, Wednesday, midweek. It's expected to pass. Local officials are weighing in on the revised criminal code this morning. I'm Megan Cloherty. Mayor Muriel Bowser vetoed the city's revised criminal code before the council overrode that veto and sent the bill to Congress for approval. The bill also included two superfluous policies that did not have the proper hearing or vote in the council. One, letting rapists out of prison early, and the second, allowing people charged with misdemeanors to request a trial. Those things are wrong. And so I believe that there are ways to affix that bill. I advanced my recommendations to the council. I spoke to the council at nauseum about um, my objections. But Bowser says as long as Congress has final approval of D.C. bills, we all have to recognize the context that we're working in and be smart about it. In Adams Morgan, Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. WTOP News Time. 1206, the illegal dumping of all sorts of trash and waste has long been a gripe locally in Prince George's County. So could the county soon be catching those crooks in the act? Areas around Prince George's County where dumping is known to occur are now being watched a little more closely with hidden surveillance cameras. Tia Rutherford is known as the county's litter czar. They're 24 hours. They're not as sensitive as our other cameras are. So the technology is absolutely going to help us to 
see very clearly persons and vehicles that are being used in the commission of an environmental crime. The county's Department of the Environment was able to get the cameras through a U.S. Department of Justice grant. John Dome in WTOP News. When it's time to get yard work done, the leaf blowers come out, right? And for some neighbors, the blood pressure goes up because of that. But in Montgomery County, a possible ban on one type of leaf blower is being considered. Gas-powered leaf blowers have become a staple for many homeowners and landscaping companies. But in Montgomery County, there's a bill being considered that would ban them. Why go after the gas-powered variety? County Council President Evan Glass. Switching from gas-powered leaf blowers to electric leaf blowers is going to reduce noise pollution, reduce environmental pollution, and I think everybody will appreciate it. Some amendments to the bill are being considered, including setting up the conditions for a partial reimbursement plan for those who buy an electric model and trade in their old gas-powered leaf blowers. Kate Ryan. WTOP News. It is the morning, March 7th, 2023. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us. Time now is 12.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. I think weather on the 8th. Good Tuesday morning to Rich Hunter with us this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Uh, thank you and good morning. Dean, right now traveling on the Beltway, uh, leaving Montgomery County, headed into Virginia. The work some begins as you cross the American Legion Bridge. And extends to a point beyond Georgetown Pike, not quite down to the Dulles Toll Road, but it ends about a half mile before you get there, uh, down to a single right lane through the work zone on the inner loop, headed north of the toll road to a point just beyond Georgetown Pike. And there you get by the work zone, two lanes to left. The good news is, as of late, delays have been brief with both work zones. Uh, if you're traveling in Maryland, 270 north and south, free and clear, no issues on I-95 between the two beltways. 50 on the Bay Bridge, westbound span blocked for overnight maintenance. Eastbound carries two-way traffic, one lane for each direction of travel. For now, you get by without delay. Baltimore-Washington Parkway northbound, two work zones. First, as you approach and pass Paddle Mill Road, and then as you approach the interchange for BWI Thurgood Marshall I-195, you're down to a single right lane through each of those work zones. 66 eastbound as you head toward Route 28 in Centerville, and again approaching Route 50 in Fairfax, in each case single file right past the construction. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Automobiles hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking a cold front that's making its way through the area that will provide us with a pretty significant change over the next couple of days. It has been very mild so far this March, but your Tuesday is looking a little cooler. Not bad, still about average. Average high temperatures around 53. We'll see rather windy conditions, though. Even with sunshine, it will feel rather cool. Winds gusting upwards of 30, 35 miles an hour. As you make your way into the day on Wednesday, highs in the upper 40s to around 50 degrees. And then Thursday, went for a high of 54. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, we are looking at 46 degrees in Roslyn, 46 Farragut Square, 43 in Laurel. We are at 43 degrees in Holding in our nation's capital. Time now on WTOP is 1210. Money News. Each half hour at 10 and 40 past the hour. Brought to you by PenFed Credit Union. Great rates for everyone. Let's get an update now from Bloomberg this early morning on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Whether it's working full-time or just a side hustle, more Americans may be self-employed than previously thought. A new study from the University of Maryland says 15% of U.S. workers may be independent contractors, twice what the government estimates. The report says many of these workers may be minorities and younger people. 
Altria Group is moving on after its failed investment in e-cigarette maker Juul Labs. Days after the company's cut ties, Altria has agreed to pay two and three quarter billion dollars for Enjoy. Since 2018, Altria saw its nearly 13 billion dollar investment in Juul dwindle to just 250 million. Moderna is looking beyond its COVID-19 vaccine and a drive for future growth. The company is looking at possible human testing of shots to fight mpox and bird flu later this year as it works on new vaccines based on its messenger RNA technology. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Good morning. Welcome to WTOP. It's 12-12. When people have a craving to explore new and traditional Asian cuisines, they head to P.F. Chang's, where scratch-made dishes come from the 2,000-year-old tradition of wok cooking. P.F. Chang's wanted to explore new possibilities for their website. They turned to AmericanEagle.com. AmericanEagle.com re-architected P.F. Chang's website, integrating multiple third-party systems to create a unified digital experience. The results? Improved page speed and performance, personalized content based on users' location, intuitive online ordering, an increase in organic search visibility, and a 40% increase in new users. For scratch-made Asian cuisine, visit your local P.F. Chang's or go to pfchangs.com for website design, development, digital marketing, and hosting that produce efficiency, revenue, and results. Visit AmericanEagle.com. P.F. Chang's and AmericanEagle.com. Another example of the best businesses in the world. Turning to the best in the business for websites, go to AmericanEagle.com or call 877-WEBNOW1. That's 877-WEBNOW1. WTOP at 1213. This is WTOP News. High in Manassas locally now installing security screeners, we're told. The first school actually in Northern Virginia to use this new technology. The screeners at Osborne High are different, actually, than metal detectors. They use artificial intelligence to detect weapons and bags. Students won't have to empty their pockets, so they can actually move through the screeners more quickly. They still have to, though, remove their laptops. School officials say it's meant to make students and staff feel safer at school. Schools in Alexandria and Prince William are also considering similar technology for the future. Bird flu continues to be rampant, a big problem in the poultry industry especially. Not only is it making birds sick, it is also driving up the cost of those eggs on your table. And there's concern this morning that avian flu could mutate and eventually spread to humans. This has the White House considering a mass vaccination campaign this week for chickens. Cheryl Gay Stolberg, who covers health policy for the New York Times in Washington, says that while the government is preparing for an outbreak, it is unlikely to actually happen. Experts say bird flu does not transmit easily from person to person. Since this outbreak began in 2022, there have been nine cases of bird flu around the world in humans. Those have mostly been among poultry workers. There's no evidence that it's jumped from person to person. But we always have to be on guard that a virus could mutate and perhaps change and spill over into humans. So it's something that the administration wants to be prepared for. But right now, thinks the likelihood is low. The avian influenza has affected over 50 million birds. That over-the-counter medicine you're taking to tackle your cold may not be as effective as you might think it is. There's research this week suggesting that the drug, the main ingredient it is considered in many of those medications, is not effective. And that's a problem because it ends up delaying effective treatment for consumers besides hurting their pockets. The FDA Food and Drug Administration will hold a meeting on this matter this spring and April to weigh in. So when could we actually see some changes to the drug? 
CBS News reporter Alexander Tin says it could take some time. The April meeting is going to weigh whether or not there's enough data to suggest that that classification should be revoked, that it's effective. After that happens, we could see in the months following that drug companies will either need to submit additional data to the FDA to show that their drugs are effective or potentially have to change their formulations or pull the drugs from the market. But all those details are going to come in the months and potentially years after the April meeting. So this isn't something that's happening next week. Weight Watchers has been around for decades. We all know that. Helping people try to eat right with their meals to lose weight. Now a change is coming as it buys the company Sequence, which offers telehealth visits with doctors. Doctors can also now prescribe weight loss drugs to WW members. Sequence, which Weight Watchers is acquiring, is a subscription service that offers telehealth visits with doctors who can prescribe drugs like Ozempic and Wagovi, known to help people lose weight fast. It solves an important pathway, but these are not quote-unquote magic pills. Weight Watchers CEO Seema Sestani says there's more to this new partnership than a quick-fix pill. This is about addressing a chronic condition in the same way that one might think about high cholesterol or hypertension, yes, you need to make lifestyle changes, but in some cases, lifestyle changes alone are not enough. Matt Piper, CBS News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. <clears throat> Mom, Dad, Sis? Here we go again. Why are you in a suit? Picture, if you will, a world with the best network imaginable. I'm talking about the Xfinity 10G network. Go on. Mom, remember how your reality shows wouldn't load with all of us online? Now you can binge. And Susie, we'll have fast internet in the basement. Nice. If you have any questions, here's my card. This is just your name on a gum wrapper. Introducing the 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through March 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit Xfinity internet during our limited time Xfinity 10G network launch celebration for just $25 a month for two years. Plus, there's no annual contract required and you get Wi-Fi equipment included. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. In the moments ahead, this early Tuesday morning midnight hour for you on WTOP. In Prince William County, a domestic dispute leads to shots fired, leaving one man dead. I'm Melissa Howell. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. We're not sure which companies need to hear this, but the perks that used to work to get the best employees are now, well, kind of lame. Look, a home office beats a corner office any day of the week, but if we have to come in, a van pool ride to and from work makes it a little less painful. Not to mention getting some cars off the road is way better for the environment. It all begs the question, if you're not offering a van pool option for your best employees, how do you know they are the best employees? Learn more at vanpoolalliance.org. Good Tuesday morning, March 7th. Glad you're with us here at WTOP this early hour, 1218. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. Uh, good morning, Dean. Right now, traveling 66 eastbound. They've got uh, multiple work zones again uh, this morning. Eastbound before 234, Sudley Road works on blocks of right lane of 3. Then as you approach and pass Route 28 in Centerville, down to a single right lane to the work zone, down to a single right lane again as you pass Route 50, Fairfax 6 at 57. Just after 123, short work zone blocks the right lane of three. And then as you approach the Beltway, right near the exit for the flyover for the express lanes, uh, the work zone there blocks a single right lane as well. 
Uh, westbound 66 working between Route 7 and the Beltway. Single right lane gets you by. And then as you head out past the rest area, Manassas towards Sudley Road, single right lane through the work zone. The express lane's in that same area. The right lane, a two block, but both work zones for now not causing any big delays. Eastbound Dulles Toll Road, the ramp to the inner loop of the Beltway closed again for the overnight work. Uh, you're under a posted detour there as a result on the inner loop of the Beltway, headed north of the Dulles Toll Road tour to a point just beyond Georgetown Pike. Uh, two lanes left get you by the work zone on the outer loop as you approach and pass the Legion Bridge and continue to a point just before you get to the Dulles Toll Road. There you're down to a single right lane getting by. Heads up on the Beltway in Montgomery County on the outer loop between University Boulevard and 29 Colesville Road. Check in for a medical emergency in a car and that reportedly blocking the right lane. Back in Virginia, 95 northbound, as you approach the Fairfax County Parkway, apparently a vehicle lost a wheel. He's on the shoulder with help, but the wheel was at last check in the center of the roadway. Rich Hunter, WTOB Traffic. We have seen some very warm days so far this year. We're not going to see a whole lot of them over the next couple of days. A cooler pattern moving in, not colder, but cooler. We'll see temperatures on your Tuesday in the upper 40s to low 50s, and we'll see some 20 to 30 mile an hour winds, maybe up to 40 in spots. That's going to make things feel even cooler as we make our way into the day on Wednesday, only in the upper 40s to around 50. Uh, we will see sunshine, but continued rather breezy. Thursday, better sunshine. High temperature of 54. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, we're at 46 in DuPont Circle, 44 Germantown, 40 in Annandale. We're at 43 in Holding in our nation's capital. This check brought to you. This early morning on WTOP by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Check them out. NewLookHomeDesign.com. Coming right up. The former mayor of College Park denied bond after his arrest last week. In Upper Marlboro, I'm John Doman. An insanity defense for a mother charged with killing her two daughters. I'm Neil Augenstein. The following is a paid commercial message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. In conversations in the media, perhaps even in our own homes, we find ourselves focusing on the negative rather than the positive and highlighting things being done wrong, not right. We tend to target the deficiencies of others, choosing complaint and criticism over compliment and courtesy. But Jesus teaches us not to use our energy focusing on the faults of others. Instead, we must acknowledge our own weaknesses, which could require a change in our lives. This process of looking inward with humility should be at the center of our Lenten journey as we recognize our need for the mercy, grace, and forgiveness of God. May we ask our Lord to develop our instinct to see the good in others and strive daily to grow in holiness. WTOP News Time at 12.22. This is WTOP News. Luckily, the man accused of shooting two Baltimore County police officers in early February has been indicted by a grand jury this week. David Linthencombe of Cokiesville was indicted on 27 different counts, including attempted first-degree murder. Prosecutors in the case say on February 8th, Linthencombe actually opened fire on his father and one officer outside a home after the father called police concerned about his son's mental state. Lithicum actually ran off after then shooting the second officer the next day when stealing the officer's truck. He was eventually found in neighboring Harford County. Man is dead this morning following a shooting locally in Prince William County. This happened over the weekend Sunday night. Police say in this case the two men involved were apparently related. 
An 80-year-old man is now in custody. Prince William County Police say he shot and killed 60-year-old Frank Mateo. It happened at a home along Fullerton Road in Woodbridge. It started with a verbal altercation and then escalated, eventually ending with Mateo being shot. Police are now looking into what led up to the shooting and whether there will be any charges filed. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Bond has been denied for the former mayor of College Park after he was arrested last week on child porn charges. A defense lawyer for 47-year-old Patrick Wyan tried to argue that the former mayor of College Park was not a risk to anyone following his arrest on 56 charges related to possession and distribution of child pornography. Prosecutors did not agree, spelling out how graphic one of the videos discovered by police was and arguing in court what state's attorney Aisha Braveboy said outside. It creates a demand for those who uh, want uh, to view these types of images. In fact, the assistant state's attorney inside Wyon's attorney admitted the dozen or so people there in support all assumed he was guilty. The judge was unmoved and ordered him held without bond as the case plays out. At the courthouse in Upper Marlboro, John Dome in WTOP News. Wyon is married to an employee of Hubbard Radio, Washington, D.C., which owns WTOP. A Fairfax County mother charged with killing her two daughters in their McLean apartment back in 2018 pleads not guilty. Here in Circuit Court, the judge told potential jurors that Veronica Youngblood plans to plead not guilty by reason of insanity. Youngblood is charged with two counts of murder and gun counts in the deaths of her five-year-old daughter Brooklyn and 15-year-old daughter Sharon. In pre-trial arguments, Youngblood's lawyer has said that her client has a long history of mental illness and trauma in her life and planned to die by suicide on the night her daughters were killed. If convicted, Veronica Youngblood could face two life sentences. In Fairfax, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTLP.com. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Sports time, 1225, and here's Rob. All right, the Capitals' lead in L.A. didn't last long. Rasmus Sandin got the Caps on the board first with his first goal as a Capital. The Kings, though, would score the equalizer a minute and a half later. They would get the go-ahead goal just before second intermission. It is a 2-1 hole for Washington as we're about to come out of the second recess. And to say it's been a busy night for Darcy Kemper in net is an understatement. The Caps outshot 30-13 to in the first two periods, and it could be much worse if the Kings weren't 0-4 on the power play tonight. The CAA championship game at the ESA will pit Charleston against UNC Wilmington at 7 p.m. Uh, the Cougars got by Towson with a big second-half effort. The Seahawks erased an early 12-point deficit to beat Hofstra in overtime. Speaking of Seahawks, Geno Smith reportedly agreeing to a three-year deal in Seattle. Actually, they announced the, that deal is uh, done now. Uh, three-year deal, $105 million. That's what's reported. Derek Carr uh, signing with the Saints uh, rather than the Jets. He gets a four-year deal with a reported $100 million in guarantees. Rob Woodwork, WTOP Sports. He's a friend of mine. 1226 <laughs> on WTOP. <laughs> WTOP. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they